Now, I know you couldn't make it on the weekend, but that was one of the loudest crowds I've ever heard. Oh, mate, fantastic. I couldn't get there. Obviously, you know, the Easter lunch and whatnot. Mm. So I went a bit later, had a couple of beers, so <laughs> couldn't get in there. But, um, mate, I was a bit jealous hearing some of that crowd. Oh, it was, it was bloody amazing. I tell you what, you missed one hell of a sing-along to Sweet Caroline. How does that song go again? Sweet Caroline. Oh. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went that well <laughs> that they were like, you know what? There was a stop in. There was, uh, you know, something happened and and um, they had to cut the song and yeah. And then when they came back to the song again, everyone was like, "Fuck yeah, here it is again!" And it was even louder. It was just amazing. And then uh, straight after that, that um, you know, that hey hey baby, yeah. ooh. Uh, uh, yeah. That came on, and everyone's getting into that as well. I thought it was great, but from from watching it at home, it felt like they were in like awkward times. Like one time we were just on the try line, we're just about to score, and then we're starting this, you know, hoo, ah, song, and I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, I appreciate what you're trying to do here, but yeah. maybe like a Newcastle <laughs> chant or something. Let's save the ooh, ah, and the, you know, other song for, you know, breaks in play. But but no, it is good. It was great to see everyone on your I, I was sitting there and I'm like, where has this crowd been? I don't know if it's because <laughs> I don't know if it's because like we haven't played like this in twenty years or um, yeah. maybe everyone had a fair too many, you know, foghorns at, at Easter <laughs> lunch or something. I d I don't know, but so many people are into it. I haven't heard a crowd I haven't heard that audience participation since I saw Elton John at McDonald Jones Stadium. It was, it was oh, mate, bloody amazing. Experience. But I'll tell you one, one talking about sing-along, Storky. Okay. Do you know the song, What Do You Do With a Drunken Sailor? Yeah, haven't heard it for a while. It's not on my rotation high playlist. Not but, on? Um, yeah. I have a question. What do you do with an injured Jalen, Jaden Braley? Well, mate, that's a huge question. What mm. do you do? Like, you know, he's... Um, I just saw some stats today, how many games he's played for us over oh. the last, like, since we signed him. What, was it 20, 2020 did we sign him? Yeah, I, I had a look. He's He's been with us for four years, four, yeah. something like four years. 38 games out of 93 that he's played in, the, played for the Knights. Yeah. A little over 40% of games. Forest. That's pretty crazy. Like I don't, you know, I don't want to get too, you know, heavy in the, you know, the, you know, old intro to the show. But mate, do you look at like when does he his contract? Like he signed till twenty twenty five, isn't yeah. he? So he's still for a while, like for like five hundred and fifty grand a year or something. Oh, that hurts a little bit. Like, do we look at trying to offload him? Like, I know mm. it sounds harsh, man, but that's professional it's a sport. It's a business. So, it like is. we we love Brayley. We love the machine. I know. But well, I don't at know some if we. Stage might... you got to start protecting your backyard. I don't know, know if we mean? gave him the wrong moniker or what, giving him the machine. I know it <laughs> seems to break down a little bit. The machine, unfortunately, but it I does. Is is he kind of like a racehorse? Like, is he done? And you're just gonna go out the back and put a bullet in him? Like, what what, well, what do you do? That's a bit harsh, you know. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to think that would wouldn't come to that, but um, you know the. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know. But it was a great game on the weekend. Mm. You know, it was great. The Easter crowd, you know, big turnout. Yeah. I actually thought, to be honest, there would maybe be I thought there'd be more, more than people. a, what was it, 18,007 yeah, or something? I was expecting over 20. But um, mm. one thing I did want to ask you about Easter quickly. Um, growing up, mm. do you remember the old chocolate footy Easter eggs? Yeah, I got one last year. Yeah, but no, but not now. When you oh, were okay. little, do you remember, like, growing up? They I'm still were growing like, up. They were like the... Holy grail of Easter eggs. I never got one, mm. and I'd always looking forward to getting one. I was like, mate, I want to get one of them every year. The old Easter bunny stood me up every year. I never yeah, got same. my footy Easter egg. Yep. And I always envisioned it when I finally got one. I think this is how long it took. I think my wife, Christy, when we started dating, she bought me one. So that's how long it took for me to actually get one. 
I was expecting to bite into it and it to be like full chocolate. Ah, uh, you're disappointed that she was hollow. I was a bit disappointed. The old footy Easter egg, you know, sometimes, you know, the memory of the Easter egg, <laughs> you know, isn't quite as good as the actual thing. But uh, yeah. Mate, the Easter bunny, all he used to bring me each year were those shit red velvet, you know, those <laughs> eggs that just taste like shit. Oh, the red velvet, yeah, the knockoff ones. The knockoff eggs. I yeah. just got them. Fuck you, Easter bunny. All right, Storky, let's uh, let's recap round six thanks to our mates at the Grain Store. Grain Store? Bloody mate, how good? Going in there for a beer, for a feed, just to hang out, mate. How just good is the place? Out. Just the yeah. vibe. Of I'm always talking about the vibe of things, but mate, the mm, vibe of the Grain Store the is on point. It's on point, mate. Don't go anywhere else. Don't, don't need go to go. To, don't, don't need go, to go anywhere else. Don't go to another pub in Newcastle. There's no uh, point. Go there's to a, there's the other pubs store. in Newcastle? Mate, only go to the oh, Grain. Oh, well, if there is, do they have 21 beers on tap? Mate, I don't think so. No, I don't think they do no. either. Grain Store. Head grain it Store. It's where it's at. Anyway, let's, let's have a look. At how the uh, how the Knights smashed the Warriors. I'm going to say we smashed them. Uh, we are currently in the top eight, Storky. Oh, mate, how long has it been? It's only early days, but how long has it oh, been? I know, even though we made the finals a couple of years ago, feels yeah. like it's been forever since we've been in the top eight. Oh, how long does it feel? Like, definitely does not feel like a few years ago. Yep. Uh, so, Knights 34 to 24 over the Warriors, six tries to four. Miller, uh, good night with the boot, kicking five from yeah. six. Knights were on the attack from the get-go with Dom Young scoring in the fifth minute of the game. What did you think of the game, Storky? That was a bloody good try, too. He mm. bloody carried the um, the Warriors winger literally on his back. Yeah, right, mate, hop there on was the no back. bloody hip drop in that tackle. Nah, that was We're going for a ride. <laughs> that but, was um, jump on, buddy. Let's go. Yeah, but I was really proud of the boys, man. Like, I was... Just something that really summed up the game for me was at the, towards the start of the game when Crosland threw that intercept, like, okay, yeah, that sucked. But, you know, once we had like five or six, someone even mentioned seven. We had like seven players yeah, seven. chasing that Mate, one I Warriors player. I hit paused and got the calculator out and the fingers and... I counted, and there you go, mate. There was, was seven. Mate, that made me proud because let's be honest, last year mm. we would have had maybe one person chasing, and it probably would have just been a for show chase to make it look like they had made an effort. <laughs> but, mate, this year that wasn't the case, and we caught them, and it was like, mate, fantastic. And who was leading the charge? Frizzell. A Frizzell from What's the going other on? side of the field. Did you see Dom, but Dom like, was did. coming in from the side. Dom's yeah. just like a thing of beauty. He just glides. Do you reckon he when glides. he runs, he has like an angry look on his face? Like a. Mate, I reckon like, when he what runs. Do you his facial expression would be as he's chasing you down. Mate, I don't know, but I reckon he runs like the Flash. Like, have you ever seen the Flash TV show where yeah. when he runs, everything at the side of him is just like all blurry <laughs> and stuff? I reckon that's like Dom when he Do you he reckon gets that, that's his vision when he's running? I reckon it would be, mate. Get the guy a red suit. <laughs> red suit with a big lightning bolt on it. I'll tell you what, I was shitting myself at that moment. Because for weeks and weeks and weeks, I've been telling everyone to get off Crossland, Crossland's back. Yeah. Just leave the kid alone. Yeah, he's a good bloke. He's, he's a fucking champion bloke. Anyway, he threw that intercept, and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, no. <laughs> and just before the game, I looked over to my missus, and I'm like, all right, watch number six. She doesn't know. Yeah. If I said, you know, keep an eye on Phoenix, she's probably like, who? <laughs> Looking for a bird. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I've said to her, keep an eye on number six. I'm giving him big raps. He needs to yeah. have a good game. Mate, he fucking killed it. He, he had a did. good game. He did really well, man. I bet you as soon as he threw that um, intercept, there was a few people just like reaching down the side of their lounges, picks it, 
picking up their axe, starting to shine it up, mate, because they were ready to chop into him. But yeah, mate, he had a great game. Yeah, and then and then after that interception, there was we defended them for a whole set inside our twenty, so it wasn't just yeah. the chase. Because most teams, if, if there's a big break like that, they might score in the other corner or yeah, yeah. later on in the set because people are tired. They've just had to sprint back 100 yeah. metres. Yeah. But, mate, we defended on our line. I think they um, it ended up in the end goal because Dominic Young has yep. has got the ball. Well, it wasn't off the off the same thing actually. I'm getting excited. I'm I'm I'm, 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 just, I'm just really excited about yeah. it. I just really <laughs> want to talk about this next point. The point of Dominic Young getting the ball and charging out to the twenty meter line. Yeah, how many times have we seen in the past where it's just like, ah, oh, they're just going to run out and it's going to be a voluntary tackle? Yeah, when we're not going to make it too far. But mate, he just gives it to Miller. Miller's away. It's Miller time. Yeah, Miller but time. I like that. I know. I was thinking that the other day. We should try and get that started. <laughs> um, but yeah, mate, do you reckon that's something that they've been like, you know, trained into on this year? Because that's not the first time we've done that this year. Have they? Mm. Has someone been watching some tape, going, okay, a lot this of teams is what you don't do. Yeah, a lot of teams are just like, you know, standing there waiting for you to just run up for that tackle, grab mm. the ball, sprint up as fast as you can. Because Bradman did it what last week or the week before as yeah. well. Yeah. So, mate, um, if it is, it's working. So I thought Miller was going to go all the way. Yeah, at, so at, I was surprised first, he got caught. At first, I was like, oh, Miller's going to go all the way here. And then he, he maybe got about 30 metres and he was getting swamped. And I was like, yeah. oh, I, I thought you would have been faster than that champion, but but obviously not. And he's you know been tackled and it's come back out to the left. I was just saying a couple of minutes ago before I got really excited and jumped to this point yeah. that um you know most teams, when they break away, they spread the ball to the other side of the field and that's when they score. Mate, that's what we did. Bradman's thrown a beautiful flick pass, and Marzu's yeah. in the corner and scores. I mean, it was so nice to lead up to it. Like you said, when Miller was getting um was getting caught up to, there was like you know a little bit of uh, like players everywhere. It kind of reminded me of the Frizzell try, you know, and mm. the, the kick across. I believe it was a Crosling kick across, was it or? Oh, yeah, I can't remember yeah, exactly well, what it was. Well, that wasn't my point anyway. The point was, by the time we got the ball, the ball dropped. It was like bloody players everywhere, yeah. you know, like a bloody seagull going for a chip. <laughs> bloody Frizzell comes up with it, score, jumps across. Next thing, he's like, looks like he's out. He's I just thought like, he was knocked out. He was like lying down. <laughs> the big fella was having a spell, it looked like. like he was like, I've scored. I'm having a nap. Night, guys. I, so, you did set did but eh? Just how he landed and like, it was so weird. In all seriousness, I was expecting him to have to go through a HIA because yeah. he was, what, laying there motionless for, for a couple of seconds after scoring and they showed you the replay and he did cop a high shot. Yeah, I'd, I was just it was just one of those things where I was I was really expecting him to come f- off the field for an I was HIA. Worried, man, it was like just just watching the replay back. I was like, wow! And then he just popped back up like nothing happened. Yeah, like, no, nah, I'm all good. No, no, he's, I just needed a rest. <laughs> yeah, mm. crazy. talking about HIAs, Josh Josh Curran. It is Josh Curran, isn't it? Yeah, Josh yeah. Curran. He got knocked the fuck out. Like he went in for a tackle. The old hip again. He's tried to headbutt yeah. the hip. The old headbutt the hip technique. Um, and he's he's he was on the ground for a good three four seconds laying there, and then he's tried to run back to the defensive line yeah. and he's stumbling everywhere. Wait, they didn't even do an on the field assessment. I oh, know no HIA. Like what's going on there? Like 
Bloody does my head in, and it obviously did hit his head in too, because he was like out of it. <laughs> his head was in, yeah. yeah it was, but it just there's no consistency there. Like, that was that consistency you were talking yeah, about the other, other like, Sunday night. Other mm. players will get like tapped on the head and they've got to go off, you know, or um, play goes on and then, you know, the independent doctor says, no, I better get him off and have a look, which I was expecting to happen That's in this what I was case. Expecting. And nothing. And we heard nothing. I didn't understand it. That just like blew me away. I didn't know what was going on there. But, um, we're talking about Crossland earlier, talking yep. about how great of a game he's had. Uh, one highlight for me in the game was when Badman Best, you know, he channeled his inner buddy Franklin and just put oh. that kick across, nailed where, you know, he needed it to go. Crosland, I believe, was like yelling out and pointing at him. And he went through and got a try. So it was a but, fucking ugly kick. Like when, when, when okay, maybe, maybe he it. wasn't channeling Buddy Franklin, but <laughs> when he's kicked it, I went, Oh no, that's gone about thirty meters too deep. Like yeah. I, I I was writing him off for all money. He had surprised us a few times with the old um, Bradman with these kicks, but mm. sometimes he, you know, doesn't mind putting a little bit of a kick in. But I was just happy that Crossland got the try because like I said, we, like you said earlier, we've been talking him up. We were really hoping and he'd have a good game and yep. yeah for him to get you know for him to get a try was he, nice he to did see. with his kicking game um you know but the, he he put in a crossfield kick to bradman to be able to for, for bradman to be able to kick it back to crossland well, yeah, it was, it was like, full circle mate full circle crossland just kicked like, it over there yeah. bradman's kicked it over there they're just picturing each other just you know and all kicking the ball to each just, other in what, the park what was that old game called back in the day was it forcey backs forcey backs mate i have not what heard of the game forcey backs Hmm. For a long time, Forcey yep. backs. It almost sounds like wrong, doesn't it? It, it, it does. Yeah. Do you remember Bull Rush? Do you remember oh, Bull yeah, Rush at school? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Bull Rush was always fun. The teachers would always break it up because, from it, memory, it used Bull to get Rush very is aggressive. Like, yeah, you'd absolutely I'd be poleaxing your <laughs> schoolmates at lunchtime. <laughs> if you had a kid at school you didn't like, you just lined him yeah. up during Bull Rush. Lucky well, I was, did anyway. Lucky there's no independent doctor. We'd all be <laughs> HIA. Yeah, you're not going to your first class today. But yeah. I, I thought um, Phoenix took control of the kicking game. He did. He did most of the kicking. Uh, kicked for four hundred and seventy-one meters, which is which is a whole, a lot yeah. of kicking meters in in uh, in the NRL. Um, another night for me that stood up. He, even though he, he only played about twenty minutes, was Kurt Manny Man. Kurt Manny Man. I don't know what he's doing with his hair lately, but man, he's got that. It looks big. It does. Well, he's doing well. It's um. It, it does. It's, it's like a thick. mix mix between a mullet and a. I don't fucking know what you'd yeah, call it, like but a curly afro or something. Yeah. But he's going for it, and it's looking good. But um, mate, that try that was a turning point in my opinion because they yeah, were well, that's coming what, back. I thought that's kind of what sealed it for us. Yeah, because like you said, they were they were coming back, and then we've we've scored, and it kind of deflated. Yeah, because I was getting worried there for a while, man. They were coming back in the start of that second half, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go. We saw what they did last week to the Sharkies. Mm. This is going to happen again. And even in a post-game interview with, I think, Phoenix, he said that they were talking about that at half time. Yeah. They've got that in them. Well, the score so, was 20-22-6 20, at half time. Yeah. So they did They, they did, did um, They did stage a comeback in the second yeah. half. I thought Kurt Mann was even surprised that he scored. Like, he, he got up and he's just like, wait, I fucking scored? I, I had to get around, like, three people in a goalpost. That was so weird, but it's like they played the ball and the ball was on the ground and Kurt's, like, standing there like he's waiting for his order at Macca's. <laughs> like, he's dead set, like, waiting for a McFish or something. But um, And he just, oh, like, picks it up. Fish. Do, you, do you know anyone that actually eats that? No. I'm, I, it's funny you actually mentioned that. My... Um, Little nephew was every other day. He's working at Macca's now, and he told me that McFish is. Well, I always call it McFish. Fillet of fish. Yeah, is actually McFish, quite. That <laughs> sounds dirty too. I don't. I don't want no McFish. He said it's actually quite popular, and I was like, "Get out of town! 
Who's, really? Who has eaten a fillet of fish? I think I've had maybe like three in my whole life. I've never had one. I'm Mate, sitting here putting shit on it. Never I had it. one and I thought it was, oh, this is actually decent. Mm. Had a second one and I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. Third one, I was like, I don't know what I'll sink in the first two times. Yeah. I'm never having another meat. Uh, going to say Mick Fish again. <laughs> I'm never having another fillet of fish ever again. So, but mate, what is your go-to Macca's burger? Mate, I'm just sticking with the old Big Macs. I don't mind the Big, Big Mac. Mac or the quarter pounder. Yeah, I don't I'm a mind. double quarter pounder man double, myself. I might have to get one of them. I haven't. Well, I won't. Probably be why I got such a fat ass. Longer. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to start losing <laughs> some weight soon. That's the plan. Which yeah, but so I probably won't have a chance to get one once but, we get through all the Easter eggs. But yeah, yeah, well, that's my plan too. Mm. I actually said to my wife um, before coming over, I said, "Let's hurry up and get through all this bad food. I want to start eating healthy again." And my but, young um, blokes um, actually went to the the Easter show with their grandparents on the weekend, so they've come back with lots of lollies and stuff <laughs> that we're not going to allow them to eat so it's going to be like yeah. mine you where all my so. lollies go dad it's in the <laughs> what lollies what are you doing if it's in my that? house it's my food no but uh ponga was very excited to see his mate man score he was he i was love seeing that everywhere i mm. love seeing that because nothing would have been more disappointing than you know we just scored and going to the crowd and ponga's just sitting there motionless yeah so the fact he was getting up and cheering he and cares. stuff he cares mate yeah. he, he cares, cares and it made us care yeah it did. I just thought it was really great. I was a little concerned about the bloody number of set restarts, though. Oh, yeah, like, it just felt like there were so many of them. I think at yeah. one point, didn't we have, like, three in a row on our line or something? And yeah. I can't remember whether they scored off of it or not, but it's like, boys! I was waiting for someone to get binned, because isn't it usually yeah, actually it was, yeah. a couple in a row and they sit there and go, next one and you're gone? Yeah. And we had three in a row on our line. I was really expecting someone to get binned, but so was I didn't I think see it. Commentary even mentioned it. Um, Did they? Yeah, they said that, oh, he's lucky to get away with that there. Usually you get that many chances and mm. you're in the bin. So we definitely have to fix that up because you can't keep doing it. It's like shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Well, but, I had a look. We only gave away five. Is that it? Yeah. So it must have been that three in a row and then two scattered somewhere else in the game. But yeah. I swear I mem- felt remember like a more. Lot more than that. The Warriors only gave away two. They did pretty well. They they they, they they did well, and um and they gave way more penalties, seven to five. Oh, we only go. conceded five penalties. So yeah, mm. interesting when you look at the stats. Sometimes after the game, after the yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Just, it's not how it plays out. Sometimes, like some people, like we know Adrian's big on his stats, yeah. but sometimes you you can't really stats don't tell the story, do they? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the second watches even like sometimes you know especially when you watch it live at the ground. Oh yeah, and then you've got it's a different beast. Yeah, you've got an image of how you think it went in your head, and then you'll go back and like we'll watch the replay or like a lot of times if we win, the wife and I will just basically as soon as we get home we'll just watch the game again. Yeah, you know, die hard. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's a oh, oh Lincoln again, Lincoln from the noted boys. How we doing? Good mate. How are mate, you? Great. Mate, chocolate block full of fucking chocolate. Chocolate. God oh, damn. Mate, aren't we all? Oh, yeah. We were saying that earlier. Mate, yeah, I, crazy. Christ, I've had some calories, mate, the last few days. <laughs> Lordy. <laughs> and the Knights got us the chocolates too. They did. They did. Well, let's let's continue this chocolate theme. Milking. I tell mm, you what, oh. the fucking the, – the playing field's looking more and more like a fucking dairy farm <laughs> every week, mate. Milking everywhere. Oh, mate, um, bloody players are going down quicker than happier at the Blue Oyster. Like, mm, fair income. Yeah, it's it's becoming a bit of a blight on the game, isn't it? Um, not a good look. Very frustrating for supporters when you see these players clearly just taking the piss yeah. to slow down the play so the bunker can have a look at it so they get the penalty. I'm over it. Um, 
I've done my research, and believe it, I've, I've read articles as back as 2070. The NRL have tried to address this. Clearly, tried. nothing's worked. Feels like they've done fucking nothing to address the old, <laughs> the, the old stay down after yeah. anything, the slightest little touch, and I'm gonna milk this for all I can. Oh, they, well, they look, sent I, a stern email. Don't you worry about that. I'm sure. <laughs> Well, look, the question I'm going to pose to you boys, is it indirectly the fault of the NRL when they do clamp down on, you know, certain tackles or contact to the head a bit too severely that it does open the door for some absolute bullshit penalties and guys staying down and just getting ridiculous fucking penalties because of that? It's always going to happen because as long as there's an advantage to it and that being that you're going to get a penalty... They're always going to try it. They're going to push the limits always. But some of them are ridiculous. How about what? Um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Nicol Klostad or oh, Harry Chancey. Say's name. Chancey. Fuck, Mate, I hate Chancey. He got like Little literally prick. scraped on the back of the head on the game on the weekend. <laughs> and he stayed down. Yeah. Like all Frizzell literally yeah. did was probably knock a bit of product out the back of his hair and he stayed down for like ages. Yeah. He should have went off for a HIA. If you're going to stay down and be yeah. a bitch, then go off. Like yeah. HIA. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's the only yeah. way you're going to stop it. But to, to like to answer your question, Link. Yeah, I fucking know. I, I agree. Like when when you see them bring in this whole crusher tackle, you see people staying down, holding the back of their head. Yeah. When the chicken wing thing came in, people were milking that for all they could. I do like a buttermilk chicken wing from Red Red Rooster. I told while you, I'm we're not talking about but, yeah. um, but it's just every time they bring in a new rule, they're going to find a way to milk that for all it's worth to get a penalty and march downfield 50 yeah, metres. Like I said, it's always going to happen. Yep. Yeah, well, James Graham actually had a really good take on this. He believes that they should bring out the stretch of the whole nine yards <laughs> and embarrass the <laughs> embarrass shit the out of these players. That are staying. Um, Mate, I love it. Uh, we all know how fucking tough James Graham was. Um, so clearly it rolls him up. But yeah. I didn't get the chance to watch the, the Broncos-Raiders game. Apparently, Reynolds was milking a penalty for all, oh, yeah, all he fucking was. Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a um, a high high tackle on on Reynolds, and he's there, and he's holding his neck, and he's doing this, and it's like, well, mate, if you got collected in the head to the point where you've had to stay down and you're injured, and like like you're saying, get off the field, HIA. Sorry, champ. If you are injured, yeah, mate, I've got to go and fucking test it. There's consequences. It makes you wonder though, like what what did the independent doctor see like he clearly he can see the bullshit he's like yeah that's clearly not mm. an issue but where do they draw the line if they're so concerned about you know you know lawsuits coming in 20 odd years time surely they're going to start dragging everyone or they should start dragging everyone off the field that's clutching their heads staying down um just yeah, massively inconsistent and very fucking we need frustrating. Bloody, um, we need bloody infrared. We need predator technology so mm. we can see actually who was injured. Well, when I was gonna, I was gonna say the uh, the NRL doesn't fucking have a line. Like they've they've never had a line. Like they they keep talking about oh you know we've got to draw the line here and it's it doesn't happen. Well, do you reckon or- they haven't drawn a line because like we were saying, like the only way to stamp this out is if you go down, and you stay down, holding your neck, holding your head, doing whatever, and you're not injured. Then you go off for HIA. Mm. It's it's mandatory that you go off. So there'll be hang on, that. hang on. Didn't they bring in a new fucking rule? Not this year, but last year. Where if you if you stay down and you cause play to stop, don't you have to go off the field for two minutes? 
Wasn't that a new rule last year? I don't know. Maybe everyone forgot. I about swear that, that was a new rule last year that if you were injured, uh, if you stayed down for whatever injury it was, and you couldn't play the ball, mm. you had to go off the field for two minutes. Look, I swear that was a rule that was well, introduced. I don't know if they got off the field. Year. I saw a couple. I don't know if it was our game or a game a couple of weeks ago where. I don't know whether he was faking cramp. That's another one, trying to slow the fucking play down or whatever. Um, and the ref straight away, credit to him, said, mate, piss off over the side, get someone else, play the ball, let's keep going. Like, you know? Well, do you think the, the reason stop, the, do you think the reason they're not enforcing these rules with the flip side of what I was saying before about, you know, you go off if you're for HIA, that's the consequences. Do you think the reason they're not enforcing these as much is because they don't want the opposite effect? They don't want players who really are injured going down and thinking shit oh, I'll just absolutely. jump back up um because I don't want to go off for my team so they don't want to risk player safety by enforcing the the rule so it's it just but gets surely, really though, murky you'd be able to tell to get to there yeah well that's you would surely. hope so that independent surely, doctor that and everything you think you'd be able to tell mm. yeah uh, but you know the question begs you know you saw that Josh Curran we spoke about on the Sunday show Cops are whacked from the hip into the head, which is one of the worst. Yeah. Um, goes on the ground, fucking nothing. Absolutely nothing. But then you get Jacko in the back with Kafusi or um, Adam Blake on Ponga. And, you know, I, I guess that's where it did backfire us because he did try to fucking milk that penalty. Cost us in the end because he's off for the last 10 minutes of the game. But I don't know. Maybe that's just professional sports. Maybe there's never going to be a fucking answer. But um, it's not soccer. the spirit of the game, is it? You know, Look what's happened to soccer. Like, yeah. it's a laughing running joke, you know, for that at the moment. And I would hate to ever see league get to that stage. So, yeah. Well, I guess the difference is, though, like, league is built on tough, resilient, you know, it's meant to be the toughest game in the world, but yeah. it's a bit hypocritical when you see these guys getting fucking tapped on the head and they're lying down. But, yeah, yeah. I don't found know what the, the rule. Is, boys, but I found the rule that was oh, yeah. brought in in 2021. Now, I know it's not a trainer, but. Uh, in 2021, where a trainer asks a match official to stop the game for an injury, the injured player must either be interchanged or taken off of the field for a period of two minutes of game time elapsed. Now, it's not the trainer stopping the game. It's the referee, but it should still be the same thing, right? Like, yeah. if, if you're stopping the if you're yeah. stopping the game because you, you're injured, like, what, what the fuck happened to that rule? Where'd that go? Yeah, because how many times do you see a? Tra- how many times have you seen a trainer stop the game because someone's injured, but they don't come from the field? Yeah. So they brought that rule in in two thousand and twenty-one. I'm guessing they fucked it off the next day because I don't. <laughs> the next I, day. I don't remember. Well, I, can't, that. I can't recall a circumstance where it's been used, but no, I, yeah, I, I, I guess. I do, yeah, I guess you don't want more and more fucking rules. Like, mm. yeah, I don't think any fan really likes it when they come and bring these new fucking rules and shit in, but. But you don't want it to I guess turn out like the only, the only way you can see it. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Nah. Well, the AFL do find players for milking. I'm not a, a. I don't watch a lot of AFL. I don't know whether that's been effective or not. Yeah, mm. there, there isn't uh, as much milking to be honest. Like I've, I, I do enjoy AFL. I don't watch it every week like I do with league, but yeah. you don't see as much in there. So whatever they're doing, buddy, Landy's get on the phone. You know what are you what are you guys doing down there? <laughs> Copy his copy, homework. Copy, copy the homework. Yep. Copy and paste NRL AFL. <laughs> copy paste NRL. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. But boys, that's my rant of the week. Thanks, um, mate. Don't know if we're gonna gonna be able to solve it or not, mate. It's but it is what it is at the moment. But um, tackling looking the hard forward issues. to a, a yeah tackling the hard issues, mate. Yeah, yeah, and that's the problem. Voice of the people, ironically. <laughs> ironically. <laughs> 
<laughs> Excellent. Thanks, mate. Boys, and until Sunday, I'll uh, I'll see you boys then, eh? We'll see you Definitely. then. See you, bro. See you, boys. Uh, I tell you what, bloody good to see Link's uh, old internet working there. It <laughs> doesn't know? happen often, does After it? After bloody Sunday night show, he's getting mm. renowned for having that dodgy internet. He must have got in touch with SJH Communications. Good sponsor of ours. Bloody excellent at what they do. If your internet's shit like Lincoln's, get on the phone to SJH. They will sort you out. If you're a business and you want to get all your phones smick and you want your internet to be faster than Dominic Young, then get on the yeah. phone to SJH. They'll sort you out. Mate, grab your board and start surfing the web with those guys. They'll definitely check you out. Definitely. All right, Storky, that's a paddling this week. We've uh, had a bit of a break from old that's a paddling. Okay. But, um, that's a paddle in this week. I thought we would talk about the controversial. Um, it's been happening for weeks, this controversial yeah. hip drop, hip drop tackle. Yeah. Um, there was a, a smidgen, well, they reckon there was a smidgen of a hip drop tackle from our mate Phoenix Crossland. Um, <laughs> old, old mate fractured his fibula or something. I know. Didn't he hurt it before then, though? He hurt it in another tackle earlier. Yeah, probably. So I don't know how bad it was. Yeah. But that, probably just that last tackle. Phoenix. That Phoenix tackle was just like, yeah. no, nah, he, yeah. He's probably a Secret Knights fan and just wants to have a go at Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. All right, Storky. Now, yeah, nah, or nah, yeah. What do you think of the new hip drop rule? I'm going to go, yeah, nah. Mate, I'm a yeah, nah as well. Now, the reason I'm saying that. Now, let me start off first because like myself, like a lot of other people out there, like um, uh, Gallon, I saw an interview with Gallon. He said oh, the he same thing. he was fired up, yeah. Nobody, a lot of people don't seem to even know what this rule is. Hmm. So I um, you know, went out and I Googled it. And the oh. definition for a hip drop tackle in the NRL is a hip drop tackle is when a tackler attempts to bring down an opposition player from behind by dropping all their body weight onto the back of the legs while leaving their feet in order to halt the forward momentum. Right. So that, that could be perceived in a lot of different ways. Exactly. And that's the issue. That's why I went... Yeah, nah. Yeah. Because... I didn't even go that far into it and I went, yeah, nah. I, I it's agree. like, you can't, like... There's no way that Phoenix's was that. It's They're looking at tackles as in if someone uses their body weight now just to pull someone down from anywhere, yeah. they're saying it's a, um, a hip drop. And that's not the case. The hip drop is supposed to be players that were using it to buckle the back of the knees, yeah. you know, and causing a leg really injury. And there is really obvious ones where you do see that happen. Yeah, and that should be ruled out. Yeah. We shouldn't be doing that. That should be yeah. a penalty. But you should still be allowed to use your body weight and, you know, to pull people down if it's not like... We're well, playing that, rugby league. And Yeah, it's a fucking contact sport. And you're taught from a young age, a textbook tackle when someone ha has gotten past you is around the hips and slide mm. down. Yeah. That is the textbook tackle. Around the hips, slide down the legs, they'll fall over. Yeah. So you're telling me I can't do that anymore. I can't wrap my arms around someone's waist if they've ran past me and slide and, and just drop drop yeah. my weight to be able to drop down their legs and take their legs out. Like I heard someone say, okay, well, if that's the and case... And I mean take go, their legs out with, with my arms. Yeah. I don't mean with my body weight. I just mean... And that's what I've heard. I've heard, okay, if you miss a tackle and you're in the position where your arms are around them, but your body weight, you've lost footing, yeah. so you're going to be using your whole body weight, you're just expected to drop off the tackle. And I'm like, nah, bullshit. Well, Who's you, going to do that? Your natural body weight swings around anyway. If, if know, you're tackling someone side on and they're fucking running at 100 miles an hour... Your body weight's going to go around to the back of them 
and you're going to drop down. Yeah, that doesn't How make sense. How the fuck sense. are you meant to tackle someone from behind? So is the next rule just going to be don't tackle people from behind? They're just making up all these new silly things. Like like we said, I think it's a great idea if, if ruled properly. We should not have people trying to take out and injure people's legs. Yeah. And we'd like to think that no one was doing that anyway. But when you can't properly define what this rule. rule is, yeah. like don't get me wrong, there could be people out there now, you know, much smarter than us, thinking, how, how are you getting look, this wrong? Look at these idiots. But... You know, if people that played the game mm. and are analysts on talk shows for football are saying yeah. the same as us, that they don't know what's going on, there's a problem. Yeah. Well, I'm starting to think that the people making all these rules have never made a tackle in their life. Oh, 100%. They, you know, be sitting in their, you know, suits in their boardrooms, you know. Yeah. We so, want to limit... I, I understand. Injuries are shit. Like, we've obviously just lost Braley. Yeah. Injuries are shit. Like, I, I would love to have a professional sport where there's no injuries. Oh, you mate, can't. how good. I'd love to have... If there's no such thing as injuries, I'd love to have the shoulder charge back. Yep. How good were they? Oh, but, that was fantastic but to watch. But they do, you know, injure people, so I understand it. But things like this... Hmm. Oh, man, I don't know. People people just see someone get injured and then go, oh, you know what, we have to stamp that out of the game. Let's look back at what they did and let's outlaw that. Like, let's, let's go yeah. to the NFL. We're obviously big NFL fans. Hemlin? Um, who copped a, a helmet to the chest? Yeah, and obviously had the that heart issue, and yeah. he was almost going to die. He was in. Uh, he, yeah, he had like huge. twelve minutes of CPR on the field, and and blah that was blah scary blah. Scary shit, man. Yeah. What What happened to him? Was nothing illegal? No. You can't like. <laughs> You can't outrule everything you on the small chance that something's going to happen. Exactly. Like, what, we're not going to run anymore in case, you know, you hurt your knee or something. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't uh, want to strain your ankle. Oh, it's yeah. a, look, yep, yeah, for me, it's a, it's a yeah, nah, I hate it. Look, if you want to try and outlaw that sort of thing, try a little bit harder to sort out the difference between an obvious hip drop yeah. and Phoenix Crossland just doing a textbook tackle to save a try. Phoenix was definitely not one. Yeah, Not, not no. at all. Not at all. All right, Storky. Very popular lately has been our greatest ever Newcastle Knights side. Yeah. So we're moving. Controversial one this week. Oh, very controversial. <laughs> um, it was very hard to work out. But this week we're moving on to our halfback position. Yeah. Mm. So a couple of honourable mentions, hey. We'll go through first, as yep. we always do. My first honourable mention I wanted to bring up, I do not go. I mean, sorry, I do not go. I do not think he mm. gets anywhere near as much recognition as he deserves and that's the old leo danova he was my number one too my, we do my not one get to the mention. 97 grand and people forget this we do not get to the 97 grand final without mm. leo danova yep and i can guarantee you that 90 percent of knights fans don't even know leo they might even be like oh yeah he was a he was a backup half for the knights for a few years no he was a yeah. backup half for the Newcastle Knights in 1997. Yeah. One season, he played for the Knights. People forget how One. many how many like games Joey was out for that year. 19 appearances Leo had in 1997. See, that's crazy, man. Like, don't get me wrong, we're not winning the grand final without Joey, so I'm not taking anything yep. against the goat. But, but we mate, don't make it there without Leo. 100. percent He was flying that season. Yep. Absolutely, he he got us yeah. there. He got. I don't know who he went to after us, but I thought it was. I West, don't know. I, West. Did, I didn't. I didn't go that far. I just I know, know he he yeah. had nineteen appearances. He for never the he never kind of lived up to what he did with that season. But but, nah. but no, that was my first honourable yeah. mention. Uh, my first honourable mention, um, it's close to me is um, Mitchell Pierce. Yep, had him down as well. Yeah, Mitchell Pierce, probably a highest profile halfback That's after a huge Andrew signing. Johns. Yeah. 
huge signing. Unlike a lot of our other signings, you know, people are like, you know, some people are happy. A lot of people weren't happy, but that's yep. not unusual for, you know, us, That's us not Knights unusual fans. for Knights fans. Yeah. Another one that I wanted to bring up, um, actually, I've got two more, but I have a feeling you'll probably bring this one up. So I'll bring mm-hmm. the other one up. Matt Rodwell, back from yes. the BP days. Yep. Yep. Um, he was actually the Daily M Rookie of the Year in 1992. Mm. So that was quite interesting. Um, yep. You know, the fact that we had him as, you know, our halfback back I, then. I did have Matt Rodwell down. Um, I also had Scott Juro. Scott Juro. Scotty yeah, Juro. Often overlooked. Yep. And Trent Hodgkinson. That's the one I was going to bring up, but I thought you'd bring up because yep. I wanted to just have a little chat about old, um, you know, old Trent. I can't help but not feel bad for Trent. Yeah. He was a state of origin player. I remember, yep. like, it'll pop up on my every year. It'll pop the up on my Facebook memories. Of his how excited I was I and was everything. So excited, and I feel we I think let that him was down. Lincoln's debut artwork as well. Does I it? think that might have been the Knighted's first ever news drop. Was the signing of Hodkinson? I'm, I yeah. swear it was. I felt we let him down. His basic, yeah. his career came to the Knights and died. I have a feeling he kind of lied on his medical certificate when he signed uh, with the Knights, letting us know how shot his knees were. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that's true. He did have a lot of knee problems and things like that. But yep. he did do a few good things. Remember he um, took that girl, I can't remember yeah, her name, probably should have yeah. did the research. Uh, Hannah, he, oh, it was Hannah, wasn't it? Hannah, yeah, Hannah sounds someone. very familiar. Took her to a, her formal or yep, something like that. Yeah, took her to her formal. She had terminal cancer. Yeah, and she passed away not long after that. Yep, so, yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was beautiful work. Um, yeah. I, I loved Hodgkinson. He was, he was my favourite player in that dark period. Yeah, he even got dropped for a while too. Remember he the did. New South Wales Cup? Yep, yep. Anyway. Anyway, let's move on to who it's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no doubt it's the, the eight for yeah. mortal, right? Yeah, there's no way you're going to go past Joey. You can't go past the eight for mortal, Andrew Joey Johns. 249 appearances for the Knights between... 1993 and 2007. Dalian Player of the Year three times, 1998, 1999 and 2002. Two-time Golden Baboot winner. Baboot. Uh, Baboot winner because he won it twice. Uh, <laughs> 1999 and 2001. Two premierships, 97, 2001. Clive Churchill medalist in 2001. And the biggest one for me is he was my favourite player. My absolute oh, mate. Favorite player. I think he's um, a lot of people's favorite players. Unfortunately, he got that type of reputation of even people in Newcastle after a while. People, majority loved him, but there was also a lot of people that didn't like him, which yeah. was really weird. But have you met him many times? Um, I, I have met him a few times. I've, I've, I've got written here a little, little story. Um, I was lucky enough to have a one-on-one coaching uh, clinic with yeah. Andrew Johns. Goal, go. goal kicking and and general kicking. Uh, we both share the exact same run-up, three steps back, three to the left, aim a metre in from the right hand upright and get it through go. the post. He copied you. Uh, he, yeah, he definitely... <laughs> I actually taught him. Um, yeah, no, um, Andrew Johns... I claim that Andrew Johns is the reason why I went on to be a goal kicker in representative teams growing oh, nice, up as a kid. Nice. Um, I, I idolised Andrew Johns. Obviously yeah. on the field, um, didn't idolise him off it. He wasn't, you know, the, yeah. the greatest man off the field. But, mate, on the field, you could not go past Andrew Johns. No, mate. He's a, he's generally a quiet bloke, too. I was having a beer with him the other night. No, I wasn't really. But <laughs> but the, the times I have met him, 
he seems like um, a bit reserved, like almost like a little bit shy and stuff like that. So, but no, he, um, he seems like a good bloke. I'll tell you a little funny story. Um, coming back, you know, on the freeway, when you're getting off the free end of the freeway to come yep. into Thornton and things there, yep. there used to be a big um, like sign for Somerset Park at Thornton because Joey used to That's be right, on the he billboards. That's right, sponsored by, yeah. Yeah, and there used yeah. to be heaps of the billboards. Anyway, they did construction um, on the end of the freeway. Um, I was driving back and they were knocking some trees down because they were doing some more extensions. And in the midst of the trees, I saw something yellow. And I'm like sitting in my car, you know, waiting in the traffic. And I'm like, something yellow in the trees. And I'm trying to look. It was an old Joey sign from Somerset Park. Really? I don't know if it's still there, but this was only like three years. Let's go years. steal it. This was only three years ago. <laughs> I thought about it. I think, imagine that, chucking it on the top of your car. It's like huge. But um. Yeah, I used to like enjoy looking for. It. I even took photo. I got some photos somewhere. I think I posted it online. But one of mm. the old Joey Somerset uh, billboards still yeah. sitting out there. Yeah. yeah, a bit of lost art. Fuck, I love that dude. I I genuinely was very upset when he retired. Yeah, ninety seven grand final. Um, I was I I was how old was I? Ninety ninety seven. Don't remember. I think I was about nine, mm. something like that. Um, anyway, I remember crying. And you know, because yeah. I thought we were going to lose, I, I was I was crying yeah. mid game, and someone had to come and get me and say, "No, no, no, we're still in this." It was looking like we were going to lose mm. for a while there. Oh, yeah. Hopalati, Hopalati! I remember he's um, remember him getting up um, uh, Robbie O and pushing Robbie O in the face and doing that cheer yeah. thing. Oh, mate, just got under my skin, something terrible. Yeah, just go and stick a finger up a bum, mate. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to our round seven preview, Knights versus Panthers. This Saturday afternoon at 5.30pm, the Knights take on the Panthers at McDonald Jones Stadium. Let's have a look at the team list story. Yeah. Uh, it's basically an unchanged lineup from last week. Tyson Gamble slots back into 5.8. Nice. As much as I love seeing Crosland and I was very happy he had a good game, I'm happy to see the gamble. Oh, I'm back. so happy to see Gamble back mm. back in the side. Yeah. Um, Phoenix Crosland, our mate, fills in for the injured Jalen Braley at Hooker. Thought that'd be the case. We we did think that would be the case. Tyson Frizzell has finally been given the captaincy. There you go. Uh, we were um we've been debating for months and months and months about whether or not he should have the it. And we're like, ball. oh, we we think he's just a bit too quiet. Yeah. But um, obviously he's doing the right thing. Gags was giving him, and I've seen this a fair few times. Gags was giving the team a bit of a shake up. Um, on the weekend, I saw the huddle. Yeah. And um, Gags is there laying down the law, and I was like, I love seeing that. Yeah. Love seeing that. There was a there was an interview with Kalen Ponga uh, before kickoff. And they were talking about Gags. And Kalen was saying that Gags is the most intense person that he has yeah. ever met on and off the field when it comes to football. If you're just having a general chat about football, <laughs> yeah. he's just so intense and so into the conversation. Yeah. Um, Imagine that conversation. Because like Kalen's like all laid back. And Kalen's stuff. laid back. Kalen Gags probably just on. shits himself. Yeah. <laughs> Gags and buddy um, Hastings come over and double team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So Panthers basically have an unchanged lineup except for the addition of New South Wales back rower Liam Martin. Just when you thought it wasn't going to be hard enough, a New South Wales Blues back rower comes back into the side. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, the, you know, the Panthers are absolutely crazy, mate. They've, um, what, 44 to 12 last week and then, you know, over and, the Eagles. And then 53. Yeah, 53 to 12 before. over the Raiders, like two weeks in a row. Like, 97 points oh, in two that's weeks. That's crazy, man. And, like, let's be honest, like, you know, they aren't indestructible, but, you know, they're built up to be this big boogeyman, you know, um, 
Hey, just a little side note. You know the boogeyman. When I was growing up, I used to envision the boogeyman being made of like boogers. Like, <laughs> was that just me, or was that like is that like no? I because uh, you never really, no one really showed you a photo of what he's meant to look like. Yeah. So, so it is just left up to your own imagination. And as a kid, you're just like, well, the boogeyman. He. Yeah, I thought he was made of boogers. I was never never scared of him because I thought, oh, he's either just made of boogers or he eats boogers. Actually, remember so I was, never I was really talking about this not long ago with my family and um. My um, young Joseph, um, he's seven, and he said he thought he was just a really good dancer. You know, the bo- <laughs> boogeyman. <laughs> but, it's uh, even less threatening. Even less threatening, yeah. Um, but yeah, back on to So they're built up to be this big boogeyman, but let's remember that um, the Eels and the Broncos mm. both beat them recently. Yep. Like, don't get me wrong, the Broncos are flying high at the moment, so they're yep. a good team the as Eels well. The Eels aren't. Yeah, well, they, they, yeah, the Eels aren't. So we do have a chance. You know, if we play our own game, hmm. don't get threatened by them, don't get overwhelmed by yep. them like I think a lot of teams do. Yep. Um, because they move up the field so fast. They play that they ball do. so fast. They, they spread it so quickly. There's They've got razzle-dazzle football. Weapons for everywhere. Weapons for days. So just play around football. It's not... Okay, when we haven't got a great chance, but there's a chance. Just play some schoolyard bullshit. Rocky Four, I told you, man. Play Rocky Four before the game. Yep, yep. Increases your chances at least by fifteen percent. Well, I, I was thinking the same as you because they play that razzle dazzle football. They move up the field so easily. Teams just get stuck in. Okay, they're doing this. We need yeah. to get super structured. That's the only way we can beat them. Is we have to be structured. And to me, that's not what you do. No. To me, you've just got to you, you've you've got to fight fire with fire. You've got to razzle dazzle back to them. And I feel like that's the type of football we're playing lately. Yeah. I feel like we are the type of team that could upset the Panthers. Yeah. Well, like you said, that Ribbit of Razzle Dazzle, we look, um, I can't remember the last time we've, I've been excited and thinking, oh man, we look dangerous here. Yeah. Our tax bloody good. Like, <laughs> How many times have we in the past that like, you'd be down on the line and you're like, you're not really excited because you're not confident that we're yeah. going to put anything together. <laughs> well, for the last couple of years, you and I have especially have been leading the way with the pitchforks yeah. going after whoever our attacking coach is. Yeah. So I don't know what he's been doing. Like, I don't know maybe, what he's but... been doing either. And I, I, I think it's only natural that you have to put pressure on Nathan Cleary. You can't oh, just yeah. you can't just allow him days to try and work out where he's going to put up a perfect bomb. Yeah. You just have to pressure him from the get go. Hard. Yeah, it's going to be a big. Like, it's going to be a big game for a lot of players across the board. But it's going to be big for our wings too. Toto's Ooh, yeah. always dangerous. Yeah. Who's I don't know who's on his side. Whether Don's going to have him or whether Marzu. Uh, That'd be a great. Yeah, match. I can't remember. Marzu versus Toto would be a bloody that, good that, game. That that would be good. Even though you know Marzu, you have definitely have to step, you know step up a little bit. But yep. mate, that's a baby good matchup. Yep. All right, Storky, let's have a look at our Foghorn Brewery Punt Club this week, obviously brought to you by the fantastic beer. Mate, no the beer. The official beer of the Benchwarmers. No beer is better than Foghorn. No game mm. is complete. Mate, I love those away games where I'm not going into the grain store, yep. where I can't get in there. Yep. Um, sitting on my deck, my Knights-themed deck. You know, yep. you've seen pictures of it. Knights gear everywhere. Sitting there with a foghorn in hand. Cracking open a newy pale ale. I do. I just love it. I like the lager. The lager is an yeah, award-winning lager. classic lager. lager. We've got a picture of it somewhere yep. here, but award-winning lager. Oh, it's beautiful, beautiful stuff. Beautiful and stuff. And if, if, you know, you're more after your mid-strength than the, the mid-strength blue and red can. Yep. Bloody beautiful. And they're a local, local company. Local, you know, yep. So, yep. Yeah. They're in King Street. They've got it. They've got a brewery in King Street, and they've also got a brewery out at Nolkabar. If you feel like doing the Hunter Valley mm. tour one day, make sure you stop in there. Support local beers. Yep. you won't regret it. 
Um, after last week's tip, Storky, you were in 64th. Oh, man. I've... <laughs> <laughs> I've I've crawled my way back up to sixteenth. How are you feeling about your tips this week? Oh mate, I've you know I'm living on the edge. <laughs> I just, every week I'm just bloody taking all these teams, which are picking these teams I shouldn't be picking, but mm. I've done it again, and which we're about to find out in yep. a minute too. Yeah, Dolphins versus Rabbitohs. I've taken the Rabbitohs. Yeah, I took the Rabbitohs. I You've played a bit the more safe on that one. Sharks versus Roosters. I've taken the Roosters. I took the Sharks. You're taking the Sharks. Wasn't sure on that one, but it can, could go either way. But, it, um, yeah, it is yeah. one of those games. Shark Park. Seagulls versus Storm. I've taken the Storm. I took the Storm on that one. I wouldn't have a couple of weeks ago. Mm. but I did, yeah, yeah, no, you refused to tip the Storm so far this yeah. year. Uh, Warriors versus Cowboys. I've taken the Warriors. I took the Warriors at home. Yeah, same. Mm. Cowboys, mate. I think I talked them up this year, saying they'll be you know top of the ladder, and now they're down the bottom. <laughs> and I did the opposite the year. In our last predicted year. ladder, I had them basically running the top of the comp with the Roosters, and yeah. fuck me, I am I've been so <laughs> wrong. Uh, Knights versus Panthers. I've taken the Panthers. Mate, I took the Knights. I find it so hard to pick against the Knights. It, it is this, hard this is why to I'm in. This Knights. is why I'm in the sixty or something position. <laughs> Doesn't help my cause. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. Uh, Titans versus Broncos. I've taken the Broncos. Yeah, I thought Broncos. I can't imagine there's can't too many people the wanting to take the Titans. Yeah. Raiders versus Dragons. I've taken the Raiders. I thought the Dragons. Mm. I think I've only tipped the Dragons one other time this year. So, I don't do you remember know. if it worked for you? I don't actually. You don't remember? <laughs> no, I don't. Maybe uh, it did. Maybe that's why. Yes, yeah, subliminally. Yeah, I, maybe. Yeah, I picked them maybe again. Just cruise control. You've yeah. just gone straight back at it. Eels versus straight Bulldogs. Oh, oh, that sounded weird. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> you, go there no. Mate, if you want to go straight for the I, D. I never go for the D. No, that's good. Okay. Not that there's anything wrong with going for well, the D. Well, if that's your thing, then... That's fine. Yeah, that's lots fine. of friends that like the D. It's great. Yep. Um, Eels versus uh, Bulldogs. I've taken the Eels. Yeah, I took the Eels as well. You took the that Eels was a tough well. one too. I wasn't too sure, but um, yeah, I took the Eels. <laughs> oh, mate, you startled me with your D. <laughs> um, t- Tigers have the buy. That's what she said. The Tigers have the buy. They're finally going to get two points on the board. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's funny that Sheen's come out during the week or last week or whatever and said, yeah, I think it was last week he said, oh, we've got the buy in two weeks. You know, I'm hoping we can win that one. <laughs> But, uh, mate, they're, they're, Tigers are just falling apart. And then they mm. had the controversy with having the American um, oh, war, yeah. like, you know, army guys on their hands. If, if, if they're not fucking up on the field, they're fucking oh, up. No. Oh, they're just a clusterfuck oh, at man, the moment, the Tigers. Um, yeah. Which which brings me to my next question, Storky. Yeah. Before this, I never really thought about it. But the buy, they give you yeah. the two points, right? Yeah. Everyone gets the buy. Everyone gets the same amount of buys. Yeah. Why not just have zero points so that when the Tigers go through the year and they don't win, they finish on zero points? I actually prefer that. I think, unless there's a reason that we're not thinking what's, what's of. What's the reason that you would give someone two points for a buy? Yeah, you didn't play. Just if you, everybody you didn't just play doesn't and get everyone's any. getting it. Everyone's either going to get zero or everyone's yeah. going to get two. Like, why not just make it no points? Yeah, I like that idea better. I do too. Yeah, like I do too idea. because I I I said it and I like most things I say. Well, because you said it, you can be the one that emailed the NRL <laughs> after this. I'll get on the blower to um to whoever wants to hear my yeah. my opinion. Um, 
but yeah, but for me, it's just giving giving the Tigers hope at the end of the year that they're going to at least get a couple of points yeah, from the buyers. Something they haven't. They actually didn't play too um, badly in the second half of yesterday's no, game. No, they didn't. Dewey went off with a. Oh, that's another thing. Dewey's out for like I don't know how many he's out for now, but that's another <laughs> like they've lost Dewey. I think for the season. I think he yeah, did his ACL as season, well. Actually. So I'm pretty it's sure like, he's gone for the season. Brent uh, Naden broke his collarbone yesterday, and I think he's out for eight to ten yeah. weeks. I tell you, oh. like Lincoln always says, you know, if um if you've got a Tigers friend out there, you know, mm. reach out to them at the moment. Make sure they're okay. Yeah. Like, you know, tough yep. times. He, he's, he likes to bring that up every week. He does. I, Stalky, I can see you wearing a Newcastle Falcons shirt. I am. Newcastle Falcons. Bring back the Falcons. I would love to see the Falcons I would love back. to see the Falcons. I, I love... can't get into the NBL now because it's it's just weird not having a team. I know, because you're probably going to support the Sydney Kings and you don't yeah. really want to. And the Sydney Kings used to be one of my worst enemies like when we were the Falcons fans. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm obviously no. sitting here in in a, in a baseball jersey and baseball hat. We we yeah. love our sports. We, we love our different types of sports. Well, Newcastle Falcons. Bring back the were, Falcons. Newcastle Falcons were one of the big reasons why I chose to go for the Atlanta Falcons in the NFL. There you go. There you go. A little side note. Little alarm. Uh, stalky fact. Seven hundred and forty nine. There you go. I I love yeah. a little random stalky fact. There you go. Lucky likes the D. Um. All right. Let's move on to our <laughs> questions this week, Stalky. From Flamingo Pulse. I love that from, name. Uh, yeah, well, I, it, I think it's just an Instagram page. I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. but Flamingo Pulse. On a scale of one to absolutely fucking stoked, how glad are you boys we ended it? We didn't... <laughs> what? How glad are you boys we ended up with Brooks? Well, we didn't end up with Brooks. Yeah, I think you might, must have been meant he, to put... Yeah. He or she, whoever it was, must have meant to put we didn't end up with Brooks. So yep. that's how I took it anyway. Yep. Um, out of one to ten, I'm going to say seven. You know why? I think a lot of people would be going 10 straight away. The only reason I'm saying 7 um, is because I'm a nice bloke. And because <laughs> I, to be honest, don't think Brooks is a bad player. I just, I just have a he's feeling. He's in a shit system. That 100%. I think he's in a shit system. He has to get out of it. They're yeah. not using him properly. Like, if well, he goes to I another was, I team. I was somewhat excited when... When he was rumoured to be coming here, I was like, well, give him a go. He's yeah. in a shit system. He might go okay. And he doesn't know any different. He's always been with the Tigers. Get him out. like, And it's going to happen sooner or later, I think, because they're looking to get rid of him. Go yep. to another system. He'll be kicking himself if he didn't get to come to the Knights. Like, us Knights fans are happy. We're glad. we got Hastings, you know. We're yep. over here, you know, kicking balloons around. But, um... Yeah, I just he's a good player. But yeah, I'm very happy that we ended up with Hastings and not with Brooks. Yeah, I am I am absolutely fucking stoked that we ended up yeah. with Hastings. I think he's um, more mentally strong too. He is. I have a feeling that maybe the Knights went for Brooks first because they didn't think that the Tigers would give up Hastings. Yeah. So maybe 100%. we thought like, oh, Brooks is kind of one week he's on the outer and the next week yeah. they want him and so maybe maybe yeah. the Knights just went with like, oh, maybe maybe we can get Brooks. We can't get Hastings. No, even all the journos and, like, you know, all the shows like, you know, 360, Kenty, all those shows, all the analysts, all saying, what were bloody Tigers thinking? Yeah. Why would they give up Hastings when Why? you've got, you know, like they've said about his attitude and stuff like that, but, hey, we haven't seen that here yet. Mm. Fingers crossed we don't. But Yep. Mate, yep. Yeah. No, so looking forward to that. Um, so, yeah, Daniel Connors, outstanding effort from the boys yet again this week. But what the hell is going on with the bench? Awful numbers every week, almost zero impact from our bench every game. Is it the way we're using them? The times they are coming on, need more help from them going forward. What do you say, Sean? 
Look, I, I don't think the bench is that bad. I was surprised that he was absolutely flogging. Yeah, like um, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where the the hatred is coming from from for yeah. for this bench. And it changes so much; it's hard to like. Uh, it does like, and look, our number fourteen. No matter who is wearing the jersey, it was was basically just there to relieve Brayley. Brayley's yeah. essentially an eighty-minute hooker. But they're like, oh, we, we, I think they've been giving him, like, before he got injured, he was getting, like, a 10, 15-minute rest. Yeah. So, really, the 14 is essentially just coming on for that 10 to 15 minutes. So, they're not exactly going to, you know, change the game in, mm. in, in that amount of time. Um, Jack Heverington had a shoulder reconstruction in the off-season and he never trained during the off-season. So, he's only... I would like to see a little bit more fire out of Heather. Yeah, I, I would like to see more from him. But w- what I'm trying to say is he's, he's just come back from a shoulder reconstruction. Mm. So, he's just starting to get back into match fitness. So, his minutes are going to pick up. His intensity is going to pick up. I want to see him fire up again. Like yeah. we were saying on the Sunday show, I don't know if he's taking like anger management classes or, you know, meditating he's before the down game. A lot. But yeah, he seems to have calmed down a lot. And Clement did the same. Like, what? Is there like some massage person, bloody... Maybe it's all this breathing that the Knights do after Calm blue ocean or something. I don't know. Mm. Um, And and Jacob Safidi will return in round eight. I think he's going to add a lot of intensity. He's going to add a lot to the bench. Whether or not he goes to starting and Leo drops back to the bench or Leo keeps his spot and Jacob comes off the bench. I would leave Leo on there. I'd leave Leo there as well. Yeah. But I think Jacob's going to add a lot to the bench as well when he comes back. Yeah, hundred percent. I think he's going to add a lot to it. So, yeah. So I agree with you, pretty much. Like yep. I don't think it's been quite as bad as um, Daniel's saying here. But and Jack Johns is killing it off the bench as well. Yeah. So I, no. I, I don't think it's that bad, and I think it's only going to get better as troops. Yeah. Troops yeah. You'll come back. Thing. You have depth, to remember our depth, depth has been shit. an issue. Remember, we were struggling for a bench, like you know, a couple of weeks ago <laughs> yeah. or three weeks ago. What so? So, but Daniel, if you disagree with us, you know, hit us up during the week message and yeah, let let us know yeah. how wrong you think we are. We'd yeah. love to hear. We love hearing that stuff. All right, next question is from Luke Brooks. I don't oh, know. I don't know if what's this going is. On here? I don't know if this is Luke Brooks from the Tigers or I don't know. Well, plot twist was plot the twist. original person, the Flamingo, um, Flamingo Pulse, talking about Luke Brooks. This person, or were yeah, they talking who, about the footballer? Who knows? Who knows? Oof. But Luke Brooks with Dom Young. Off to the Chooks next year. Um, he will be a big loss for us. Could you see the potential in Dylan Lucas taking his place next year? I know Dylan is not a winger, but he's an impressive player and deserves a top 17 spot. I think he played a really good game. I was very impressed with the game he played um, when we gave him a shot. I think... Mm. I don't Considering sound... they put him in the second row and he's a centre. Yeah, I don't want to sound like you know we're overshooting him, but... There is a possibility. Like he's only had one game, he killed it. Mm. But you know, but I don't know about on the wing. I'm not sure, the old Dylan. I think either. Um, uh, obviously, Dom's going to be gone. Yeah. I don't know if we'll just revert back to the Express. You know, or whether Hunt. I think Hunt's off contract. I believe at the end of this year. Mm. Possibly, I can't see us re-signing him. To be honest. Um. So whether we let him go, maybe we look for another prospect outside of the club. Yeah. I don't think they'll go the Dylan way on the wing. I can't see the Knights doing it. But yeah. look, I'm I'm all for it. He he smashes. You you hear about um the the players and the staff talking about it. He smashes the fitness at the nights. Mm. Um, he was top in the preseason in most things. He's 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 fast. He's strong. He's skillful. Great finisher. Uh, he's yeah. a great ball runner. 
um, especially out of our own end, he's strong. So he yeah. he would he would um, do what Dom is currently doing and and taking a lot of the meters out of our own end. Apart from that towering height, like he, as far as I know, he's only six foot. Yeah, uh, which isn't very tall for a winger. Um, so like uh, most modern wingers are tall. Yeah, that seems to be the new way they're going. But I wouldn't be against it, like you mm. know, giving it a go. But I just can't see it happening. Yeah, like, I, I think it's a better option than than Tuala and Hunt. Yeah, and look, let's be honest. Even you know, like wingers aren't demanding that much money. So no. if you need a winger and you need to go out and get one, yeah, you're not breaking the bank. Like look, I'm look, sure look we didn't. Greg size, Marzu, yeah, we, sure. we didn't even know he was going to be coming here until yeah, and he there didn't was even that play. really weird trade between Randall and Marzu, yeah. and we were like, okay, we'll have him. And no I don't worries. even think Marzu played all the games for the Titans last year. I think he was dropped back a few yeah, times he was. as well. Yeah. So yeah. Bargain hunting, man. Bargain hunting. Yep. Um, okay. Good friend of the show, Joel Southgate. Should we bring Ponga back for the Cowboys game or bring him back when we play Parrot at the end of May? Joel Southgate, our good mate with the mm. uh, with the Newcastle Knights wrestling title belt. Love yep. it. Yep. Love it. Um, look, I kind of wish we put him in the 14 this week. Mm. I, I know that's going to sound really, really dumb. Um, but look... I still don't know where the fuck you put him in a full strength side. I I, I really don't. Um, at least with with Brayley out, there's a there's there's more questions and there's there's more of a chance for him to slot in somewhere. Yeah. Um. Someone mentioned him going to nine, and I was like, no, don't put him in at nine. Like, no, his defense has been like one of the questionable things. You don't want him being in the middle. <laughs> like, I didn't like that idea too much. I'm gonna throw this one out to your stalky what would you think of something like ponger at one gamble six hastings seven miller at nine so putting miller at hooker with that explosive speed out of dummy half i did do think, you think something like that could work i did think about that but i can't help but think we're underutilizing miller then miller is oh yeah you would be killing it yeah he's killing moment. it he's most meters and he's daily m like i haven't seen the points but he's shooting up the daily yeah. m like yeah he wasn't he wasn't in the top 10 when i so checked today but apparently he's skyrocketing he's shooting up so um which kind of sounds bad but <laughs> he wasn't shooting, shooting up, up just the to D, you're on fire just to clarify <laughs> just to clarify miller was not shooting up but yeah it's um it's miller time man every time he gets the ball it's mm. dead set miller time so i can't see for any player even Ponga moving Miller out of fullback. No. I think Ponga comes back in at number six, and that's the question we get more than any. It used to be the will AOB last the rest of the season. <laughs> now, now the biggest now question what we the get: What do you do with Ponga? Yeah, every mm. like um, time we put out a you know ask the benchies, we get like eight million ready to put Ponga questions. Um, yeah, stop sending them because yeah. I've just I've. I've I, we just ignore goes, them. He goes back to six, I think. But to um to answer Joel's question, mate, I think. Once Pong is ready to go, you just mm. let him go. If the fact that you're like thinking, oh, we won't put him in against um, the Cowboys in case he gets injured, that's a problem. In, that's a problem in itself. Every week? Yeah, that's a problem in itself. Like yeah. you have to have faith in the guy, and he has to be able to feel confident enough that I'm healthy. I'm ready to go. Yeah, put me in. And the Knights are doing this bloody change the goalposts again because it came out that the the Knights said, um, look, there's there's a really good chance and it's more than likely that we're going to bring him back against the Cowboys. And then the Herald put out a thing yesterday that AOB's come out and said that, look, we don't know yeah. when he's going to come back. He'll come back when he comes back. It's weird. At this point, is it a mental thing? Like, I don't know. Well, is it? Because yeah, the physical side of it, I thought he was all good to go. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. 
Anyway, that's that's our show again for another week, Storky. I've had a ball. Always a lot of fun. I Always love a lot of love a lot it. of fun. Hope everyone out there enjoys it. You know, I know there's like seven thousand Newcastle Knights podcasts these days. Yeah, but yeah. Um, you know, it's great that um you know you choose to listen to us, and that's awesome. But tune in Sunday nights, the Sunday night show, mm. um, the live, the only. Only, Only live, live show. Live show, Newcastle Night Show, um, where we break down the game. You guys are a part of it. You just can comment, you know, give your opinions, rants, complain, whatever. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's basically like group therapy if we lose and group celebration if we win. So yeah. it's just great to have everyone just, involved. Just Sunday nights, um, what's it called? Sunday nights live. Yeah. 8.30 every Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yep. Tune in. No straight talk from us this week. Um, I'm no. ta- taking the in-laws to the game this weekend. Yep. So no no street talk from us. You're not uh, going to chuck a Benchy shirt on them? And <laughs> yeah, get, get them, them out there it. asking questions. Um, <laughs> our, our, our mate Kai, yeah. young, young, young mate Kai, sent He's us a message oh, saying he? that um, he came looking for us on, um, on Sunday. Oh, so disappointing. Couldn't there, find us. So I did see Kai. Kai. He's on um, one of the night's ads now. He I is. saw him. Yeah. Very Bloody cool, good on you. Kai. Cool. So, um, cool. yeah, cool. our... I, I will be taking a microphone and a camera with me to the away game against Parramatta. Yeah. I'm going to try and set myself up somewhere and, and ask some You'll be some, flying some something questions. on your, your Pat we'll Ma- we'll Malone that game. I can't make it to that one. We'll be flying solo. Um, the next home game where it looks like we might be able to do it would be round yeah. 11 against the Titans. Yeah. I think sometimes even like not having it at every game, you know, just, you know, you, you, don't know you don't know where we're going to pop up. Yep. You know, you just like turn around, you're at the, you know, getting and stuck into some chips or something. Turn around and you got Sean like in your face. There's the bench warmers. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, how do yeah. you how do your chips taste? You know, <laughs> give me a chip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that'll do for us, Dorky. Yep, we will see you next week. Goodbye. See you.